0: y'all. You're listening to Spiritual Freedom Podcast, and I'm your host, Susie. I'm glad you made it. So this is a safe space where we get to talk about anything and everything spiritual and metaphysical, but we're going to talk about it without the judgment, without the fear or religious guilt, and without losing any credibility. So let's open our hearts and our minds and let's talk about the weird without being weird about it. Today's episode we're going to talk about dreams and practices that I use to protect myself and set intentions so that I can try to interact with spirit with source or God on that level. y'all I don't know honestly what I would do without this part of my spiritual life like I have gotten so much good information in terms of getting messages or confirmation of you know my path of relationships in my life. And getting just beautiful visitation dreams with my loved ones. It's such a rich and loving experience for me. I, I just can't say enough about it. So just take what resonates and create your own practice. And I hope you get all the best dreams, guys. And thanks for listening. Hey, y'all. So it's so great to be back. I haven't recorded in a long while. its um, It was necessary... I needed to have a recalibration, um, like several weeks of recalibrating. (laughs) It's been a a rough year. For those of you who probably don't know, if this is your first time listening to me, I had um, like a sequence of like three deaths in my family, of close members of my family, and one of them being my mom. And so we've just had trips and just funerals and um, just so much going on. And then... So yeah, our life just got busy and this had to go on the back end. Sorry, but I hope you guys did well this summer. Um, Yeah, we're getting back into it now. So I can get some free time here now for this and also being a good energy to kind of be reflective on what all I experienced. Um, And that brings up today's topic. So one thing I, I really appreciate and I feel very close to in my spiritual, you know, walk, I guess, or journey, I hate being too cheesy with those words, but but basically it's like, I listen to my dreams and I work with them a lot. I try to call them in. I try to, in, to intentionally remember them. There's all sorts of tricks that you can do with your, not tricks, but like things that increase the ability for you to remember your dreams. And I kind of want to talk about it and why it's so important. Um, Cause there've been a couple that have been really lovely, um, especially since my mama died. And it's just very, been very like aff- affirming about like, yeah, this isn't, this isn't a one and done experience. There's, there's some existence that goes on and I don't care. I'm believing the dreams. That's, that's where I'm at. Like, you know, I could, I could choose to be a cynic about this or I can choose, you know, the lighter faithful approach to and, um energy to receive that. I could say, Oh, it's just my mind and my memory. And oh, of course you're going to create this, you know, this, ease somehow because you're in pain and you know think it's some brain trick or I can just be like you know stop being a dick and just believe in the energy and that's the lighter better way of doing it and so that's where I'm at <laughs> that's where I'm at about my dreams and believing them it's they've um, not steered me wrong They've helped me out when I have um, friends who I need who are not good for me and I need to remove from my life. They've shown the true energy in my dreams when I've asked questions about that. And so anyway, before I go into it, that's kind of down the road on my techniques with the dream and like how they've helped me. But first things first is that I never really intentionally um, put much effort into remembering my dreams growing up or until like about, you know, four or five years ago before I started you know medit- meditating and like really listening and trying to work on my intuition. Did I kind of think, oh, you know what? There's a chunk of time that we spend quiet and um sleeping, and then like there has to be something, there has to be something about that experience. And wouldn't that be so beautiful to interact with that? Um, if there's something in our power to be able to interact and get information or heal or anything like that, I just kind of always thought that was so interesting. So, um because like in my life before my spiritual kind of turn, um, I had gotten some dreams that were, I don't know if they were prophetic, but they would, you know, they would kind of give me information. I thought, oh, gosh, that's kind of interesting, but not enough to really like catch my eye incredibly or anything. Um, and when I was a kid, I just had so many nightmares of, you know, um falling from heights or vampires being chased and and trying to fly. So if I ever flew, it was like I was trying to fly, but I was always tethered to like a only goes so high and like had these strange dreams as a kid, very visceral. Like I could really feel like I was flying and floating around. Right. So anyway, but yeah, nothing really um, prophetic as a kid or anything. So, but fast forward to when I started meditating, I think there was some sort of like There's like an intention when you start meditating to like understand your subconscious, to connect with your subconscious, to connect with your intuition too. Because I was doing intuition classes at the same time. And it was like me wanting to, and and I remember deliberately thinking, um, and I was first listening to uh, Wayne Dyer about intention setting. And I was thinking, oh, you know, I should do that more with my dreaming. Just in general, because I had gotten some pretty, really profound to me Dreams when I first started my path. Um, I say this sounds so cheesy. My spiritual turn. Okay. When I dropped the religious dogma and I just went kind of spiritual for my connection with God, like I started getting some crazy dreams that were really interesting. (laughs) And, um, so yeah, listening to him at the time, I was like, I started to at night just be like, you know, I intend to remember my dream. I easily recall my dreams. I'd have a mantra of like present tense. I easily recall my dreams and, and I receive messages from my, um, spirit guides are from God that are from my highest and best and most healing. And I would have that and I'd kind of say it two or three times and just pray about it and just... Um, Asked for God to do that. And that was before um, I started doing some protection more when I did that at night. I did, I used to do protection um, elements during the day, you know, surround myself with an energy bubble, ground myself into the earth to make sure I'm just chill and I'm not, you know, knowing my energy, having a moment to kind of feel my own energy so I'd know when someone else's energy is coming in. If it's funky, it's not me because I know how I feel today. <laughs> you know, it's the, those kind of practices. Well, I started to make, realize in the dreamscape, before I go to sleep, and before, when I'm asking for that openness, I need to also make sure I'm praying for protection and do my visualization of protection, even in my sleep, like seeing myself in this gold bubble, whatever it is, you know, asking for Archangel Michael to come and hang with me too and <laughs> make sure we're all good. But now I asked for, at that time, I asked for, you know, angel help because, um you know as as you kind of go along further into the spiritual, I think, saturation or education, like you kind of realize that you know, you're so connected to God that that is the protective element is completely within. Like I can call in my own protection energy just because my soul is inherently to me from God. So, um, but you know, until like my mind can be okay with that, <laughs> um you can call in the helpers, and, you know, grandparents, whoever, whoever's on the other side that you know would like lay down their life for you or, you know, obviously they're in spirit, but you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Who would protect you and be with you, be your little dream buddy and protector. So um, anyway, yeah, so I started doing little intentions to just remember my dream. And then I think over time, and I can't remember, forgive me for not giving total credit of when it's due, but I do know that I listened to Psychic Teachers podcast and they would talk occasionally about dreams. and I want to say Samantha Fay, who's one of the hosts of that podcast, had had talked about you know, setting intention to remember. and you know, keeping a glass of water, the water element somehow, there might be some sort of um thing to help, you know connect, I guess, in terms of like remembering or retaining your dream. You don't drink the water, but you keep water by your bedside. But to me, it's just all about a sacrifice um, a sacred ritual. You're creating a sacred ritual to tell your spiritual self, your subconscious, I'm placing this water here. I'm here. I'm here to hold this information so that when I wake up, I have it. It's here. It's here for me to grab just like this glass of water. It's going to be here when I wake up. So when woo-woo doesn't make sense, and I hate saying woo-woo, but um, when things like that don't make sense to me, I think of it at least as little signals to my subconscious to remember my spiritual. So for me, wearing crystals sometimes, even if I don't, even if initially I, at the time, I have a different philosophy I'll get to in another <laughs> another episode about what I feel like my crystal connection is and where I am I'm on that science. But to me, at least initially, when I didn't quite believe in all the woo-woo, all the, you know, okay, they say this is good for, you know, creativity, but really it's a rock in my pocket, kind of like my brain would fight that. I was like, well, you know what? The practice of putting this rock, yes, it's yellow, into my pocket Makes me think of happiness, makes me think of creativity, you know, whatever it is. And that's like, if that's what I just need to remember, that it's talking to my subconscious, fine. And I let go of the judgment in my mind and I float along with this new (laughs) Susie vibe, right? So that's kind of a little bit of the Susie vibe that I did when I was first starting to work with dreams and intentions. Just be okay with sounding weird and starting with dream work. Um, we don't know everything, guys. <laughs> so to be already cynical or critical of it or um, severe toward trying to see if you can communicate with your sleeping self to your, um, whatever your state of being is when you're asleep. I don't even know what I want to call that. It's not really even, is it the soul? I don't know. I kind of, I'm still working on all those details and we don't need to really work them out, I think. But the point is when you start working on that, Be gentle about criticizing yourself for any practice that you do use that feels comfortable to you, which is like a signal to your subconscious. I am engaging with my sleeping, soulful self. I'm trying to do something on purpose so that I connect. And whether that's get a glass of water and you're not supposed to drink it, but you just keep it next to you to represent this connection that stays and it stays for when you wake up. Great. Go freaking do it and don't think of yourself silly. And then you go feed your waterbed or your waterbed flower bed in the morning with your water, with your dream water, right? How beautiful, you know? So anyway, long story short, I started there and then I realized I needed more protection even for the dreamscape. I have been really lucky at not having scary things happen to me. And I think it's because I've always been really good at catching protection quickly. Um, because once you start connecting, it's one thing to start connecting so that you get messages for your own healing. It's another when you start then putting intentions at night so that you can go help, help heal others. And some of us are already doing it. And we just don't even know that, um, that we're busy at night. <laughs> that sounds funny. but um, But yeah, I think that we can more intentionally, consciously engage in our dream work, our dream life. Um, if you put a little thought behind it and then have your own protective um, ritual before you go to sleep. Now, for me, and like it, I don't want to make the ritual too, like, you got to do this and you got to do it at a full moon or anything. I mean, there's energies that are stronger probably in full moon or certain transits, but. I think the fact that any day, any night that you start and you're trying to like consciously connect with your dreams, you're going to get, you're going to start remembering them. It may not immediately happen, but like God sees that and God will try to meet you where you're at. Now it may take you a while because here's the thing, (laughs) we can connect with dream when our minds are settled enough. If you have such a crazy life where your mind is not settling down and you're trying to work at night <laughs> and you're, if you're already getting those dreams where like you got spaghetti hands or those hot dog fingers <laughs> in that beautiful movie everywhere, everything everywhere all at once. If you're already getting like some really weird abstract dreams, dude, I got to tell you, you got to find a way during your waking time to chill out because your spiritual dream self is already kind of, um, it's got a plate that's full to me. That's a symbol or a, um, a a signal that your plate mentally is so full that it's working full time to get rid of the sub- the consciousness during the nighttime. Instead of being able to work on receiving messages, helping others, it's too busy. <laughs> it's had too much on its plate and you need to settle it down. So be aware of that. And there's nothing wrong with that. We all get seasons. Like when I had my mom pass away that month, I'm telling y'all, I didn't have any dreams. It's because I was freaking in grief land and exhausted and uh, just such a pit of sadness that I had zero dreams. And I, I'm telling you, I usually have a dream every few nights. Um, and I don't try to uber or concentrate on my dreams. They just seem to come now. It comes, it, it's a muscle that gets stronger and stronger. And sorry. I'm smiling. If you guys were looking at the video, I just kind of smiled on that inhale because as I said, it was getting stronger and stronger. It's like, it's nice to see my grief has moved to where I can now see my mama in my dreams. Um, and that has just healed my heart. I'm telling you. Um, and then like, I've just had really interesting dreams of, of if, if, even if I'm just showing up and helping out somebody and talking to them and all I remember is I sat down and talked to them and we had an important conversation and like I have no clue what it was about and I just won't be like oh and I, I'll remember that in the morning and send that person love and I don't have to tell them all the time you know call them up I've hadn't seen them in like three years but like hey, I had a dream about you <laughs> how are you in your relationship? <laughs> you know I'm not gonna do that um but it was like you know I can at least You know, the connections that we make in life, man, they're much more significant than I think I was giving them credit. Um, And speaking of which, like this dream work has been great at, um, you know, I get some sort of um, disappointment in life with um, friends that suddenly, you know, uh, disappoint me or, you know, upset me. And uh, I ask for signs or an explanation or is this my ego or is this an energetic thing going on? And I've got confirmation about in a dream about, no, that was a, that was an energy split there that, you know, there was something there on that side and it's a good thing that you turned and went away. Right. So it can kind of like calm and reinforce my decisions when I have had to remove people from my life. Um, I haven't done it quite with um my job searches or anything in the past Um, just got such a wonderful job now. I just don't even want to touch it. <laughs> but in terms of just balance and good people that you work with, you're like, so I don't have that on my plate right now. But if I were even like job searching, I would be like, you know, asking God to like, give me a dream where I can kind of get information about like where to go to next. Um, And, you know, some days I just want to sleep. <laughs> some days I don't need to do spiritual work, you know, it's going to come if it's, it needs to happen. But my point is about dreams is that they can be very significant. I have had, um, yeah, like I said, or I've intimated, I've had a few visitation dreams from my mom. And all we are is talking in, a, in the last, say, two weeks. I've had several that were my mom's just coming to me. We're talking. And... I'm not surprised to see her. It wasn't this like homecoming thing. I think she's popped in my dreams before. And I'm just trying to remember the other ones where it's like she's there, but we don't talk. And so anyway, I didn't have much of emotional thing, but we sat down, we started talking. So we're talking about something. And then um, the last two nights, I had significant, like a, a real visual um memory of seeing her in my, like I'm in the dream. It's like almost I'm about to wake up and I, but I see her coming back and my, with my dad and they're kind of hand in hand and all happy. My dad is alive, but it was what she was showing me was like, we just went to Taj Mahal. We did all these trips. We're just having such a great time. Like as if she's telling me that, If my dad had any um, regret about not going on on trips with my mom to like play faraway places, like my mom had a list of things that she wanted to kind of still see. And she literally had a list of things that she wanted to see. You know, one of them was like seeing stars in the sky, like going out on a camping trip. It'd have to be extreme glamping for her. But anyway, (laughs) but it was like, I felt so good that I saw... Of course, like during his sleep, they're, they're actually going on little trips and enjoying themselves. Like this isn't a separation. And my dad, I had a talk with him this morning. I was like, okay, so had a couple of dreams with you and mom, just curious if this was just my energy, but I said, but it was so beautiful that I could just, I can see that this would be how God, you know, heals us, right? or allows a spirit to kind of communicate with us that you guys were off, um, you know, going to Taj Mahal, going to Paris, the Louvre, all these fun things and coming back and telling me in the middle of the, you know, in this dream that during, during the dreamscape, you guys were going there like on some like level of existence. Energetically, you guys had all these wonderful trips together, even though he's totally grieving her. And he was like, that is incredible. He's like, he just kept, he just was saying that, that is just amazing. So I know that that touched his heart and it touched mine too. Cause I was like, I just don't give the, the dreamscape enough credit on how healing it can be and how much information we can get from it. Um, and it's a connection with our soul. I think I really do think it is probably our soul. Um, again, you know, who knows what element of existence really it is in the dreamscape, but it, it feels like it's the spirit, it's the soul that's going and doing that. But um, yeah, so if this talk, if me talking about my dreams gives you any ideas on, yeah, dude, I'd like to remember my dreams. I, you know, I've got this issue, either it's a an issue with a friendship or issue with a relationship and how can I improve it? What are the issues going on? Um, you'd be amazed at what you'd you get in your dream when you start asking to like be shown. And again, the most important part too, is that even in going to sleep, what I do visually um, as a imaginary part of this exercise of this protection practice, I do, I see a big golden orb that surrounds my entire property, like all the property lines. It gives a big old sphere of divine protection that, that goes around my home. I ask for my ancestors, my mama, People to be with me and help guide me in the dreamscape. So I get to who I need to help or get to the, you know, I get the information and recall it Um, because I like crystals. I'll put a crystal by my bed. I don't have to, but it's a subconscious placement that reminds me I can recall my dreams. It's possible. I have done it many times. It can happen. And I believe in the, it's like a faith thing. I believe in this process. Um, sometimes I use the water, sometimes a glass of water, sometimes I don't, but find something that works for you. If you have like, um, a memento from that person, and, you know, if it's a loved one, that's going to help you through the dream, put it by your thing or, or picture of Mary Magdalene, whoever it is that you want to, you know, call in to as your protector, like put that by your bedside. But, um, I will do the intention and guys, I don't care if I then get a book and I read for three hours or I listen to music or. As long as I've taken a moment and done that intention, it might be like five o'clock at night, you know, I go have dinner and I talk to my kids and then finally I go to sleep. It's not like real strict, like you have to do it right before you sleep. Just be easy on yourself in terms of like creating rigidity. (laughs) We don't want to make dogma when it's (laughs) non-dogmatic. Let's not create dogma. So um, yeah, like and just kind of flow with it. You know, if you need to say a prayer, I think just asking for protection to be, you know, that, and that you're getting what's a messages that are most helpful and healing to you at this time. That's good that you're helping people that, you know, that's for the best and highest for all involved. You're not trying to like nail down a thing like I need to know my job. Just keep it open. Like um, if I wanted a job, uh, something about my job, I'd be like, you know, show me some messages about my job search or the job that's out there that I'm waiting for, for my highest and best at this time or just any message about that. So basically I hope all this kind of gets your wheels turning because um, it's in you. It's in you to be able to do this. You can totally start tuning in and it's a whole nother level of spiritual like um, connectivity that I just before I just never gave enough credit for, you know? So I hope that helps. Um, I hope your dreams are really great. And if you do the protection, I promise you this is not scary stuff it's it should be loving and protective and good for you. Now it might be weird in terms of symbology. Just got to remember that there's a lot of things that come through to us in symbols. So, um, and if you get something weird like that, you can always shoot me a, an email and we can talk about it on another podcast. But um, or you can always Google, you know, dream significance or symbol of, you know, I had a dream within this last week of. Um, traffic and it felt like a really bad traffic like really bad like falling off like a cliff kind of traffic and lots of cars coming at me and so it's like you know there's just a lot of change right now we're getting into school again it feels like oh, the crunch <laughs> so anyway I just um yeah I hope that helps and good to see you guys I hope you have a wonderful new start to the school year if y'all have school kids and yeah good to see you All right. Take care. Thanks, y'all.